You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 682, Valor, issue 16, DOA part 5, World Enough and Time. Welcome to episode 682 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am busy weekend boy. Oh, how yes. busy are you? Well, I mean, it was it was very busy. It was um, uh, Jam was away with Ella for the weekend, so uh, so Sarah and I got to do our thing, and so we got to uh, you know she chose uh, dinner. She wanted spaghetti and meatballs, and mm. um, <clears throat> and and a Caesar salad, uh, which. Uh, and we, and I decided, well, we're we're not going with, um, you know, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get a little upscale with it. So uh, we went Ooh. shopping for ingredients yesterday, and uh, and then uh, made dinner and watched Turner and Hooch. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is upscale. the original or the remake? no, wait, the, the new the, one, the, the the TV series, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Which is basically a, it's a direct sequel to the original, different Hooch, and they do acknowledge that. Um, well, I would I would think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. After twenty um, some odd years, well, but the the idea of it, uh, Walt the, Disney's body. Somewhere. The idea of it is, is that um, um, you know, uh, Tom Hanks uh, Turner has uh, has died, and oh, um, and wow. his his son is also a cop and uh, has um, been sent a new hooch, and uh, and so. Uh. Yeah, it's actually kind of fun. I don't, I don't accept this retcon. I'm oh sorry. well, well, well. Sorry, I was being, I was being a fanboy who didn't watch the show. So yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a postcon. Um, it's, it's a not, it's not a retcon. It's a sequel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and anyway, the um, um, eh, the kid enjoys it, so it's all, it's all yeah, good. Uh, they did a that's great, good. they did a great spoof on um, on uh, uh, Die Hard. Uh, in I think it was the second episode, and it was one of those things. Like as we're watching it, it's like, well, that seems strange. Like they seem to really go out of their way for him to end up in the uh, in the undershirt, and then it's like, oh, and then he steps on something and cuts his foot, and it's like, wait a second. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, Disney owns Die Hard now. Well, that's yeah. uh, that's it, right? They do. Does he say yippee kaye? Uh, they do. Not. They well. Well, he, he he doesn't finish that sentence, but uh, I, I would but think yes, not. Yeah. They they totally land on that. They they, uh, they gave that line to Hooch. <laughs> and um, yep yep yep. So yeah, it's uh. So anyway, so we uh we watched that. We had um we had we we had some excellent meals, and um and then got to sleep in this morning. And, oh my god, uh, that must I, have been nice. Oh, I had her take the dogs, and uh, so so it was like, yeah, it was miraculous. It's the first time I've been able to sleep in for this whole daytime daylight savings uh, time, or you know, the change back from it. Um, it's the first time I've been able to sleep in for it for twelve years. So it was it was delightful. Oh, wow, yeah. that is nice. <laughs> <sighs> so there we go. That's me, sir. How about you? I I am uh, Darren Noel, and tonight I am on the market, boys. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, my my place is posted, so I had two showings yesterday and two showings today. So let's uh let's put for some good juju, so I can get rid of the albatross around my neck. How about Indeed. that? Indeed. Yeah, and I woke up today. Speaking of daylight savings time, on my own at the ripe hour of six thirty a.m. Oh when did I go to bed? One thirty a.m. I woke up naturally within five hours. This cannot stand. No, sir. <laughs> I'm going to need to get some sleep soon or else I'm going to go cray cray. So. Was, this, was this real 1.30 or second 1.30? Yeah, this, this was real 1.30, not second 1.30. Mm. But usually on daylight savings time, that's usually one of the nights that I do go out and hit you know the local bar because, hey, I've got an extra hour. Yes, yes. I've got an extra hour. I'm not going to waste that stuff. Come on. The bars don't close till three. That's an extra hour. The logic we all use. Yeah. You know, but not, not this year. Nope. I not. And not last year either. Thank you, COVID. Yes. Staying, staying away from crowded, tight spaces with lots of faces in my face. So, yeah, that's uh, still a thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was no, I, have, I have my booster. So 
It was better when it was Halloween weekend. I'm sure. The week after. Right. Yeah, but ha- Halloween weekend here was nothing but Braves fans screaming in the streets. Ugh. That's what it was. It wasn't even Halloween. And Halloween's weird for me anyway because I do Dragon Con, and that's usually when I do most of my costuming. Halloween just feels like, oh, it's amateur night. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, when you walk around with people who have spent hours airbrushing and they have appliances and wigs and these costumes they've spent years on even, you kind of feel like Halloween's like, oh, okay, it's muggle night. Sure, why not? So. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just kind of feels like that compared to it. I'm not. I'm, it's not being being snotty. It's just like the quality of costuming. You can tell people went to Party City. Yes. <laughs> to, yes. Use, uh, to use a RuPaul Drag Race quote. <laughs> Go back to Party City where you belong. <laughs> um, <laughs> where it's like pull it out of the bag and put it on. And I've done that. There's no shame in doing that. I'm just saying I, there would be nothing that would wow me probably that night as opposed to what wows me. At Dragon Con for costumes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to get excited about it. So I watched the the Great Pumpkin and Hocus Pocus, as I am wont to do. Yeah, because that's my thing. But yeah, that's been my excitement this week. So I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Michael. Hi, everybody. Uh, Michael Grabois here. Travis is off on a mission, deep space. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend, I was Cold Lad or Frozen Lad or or something like that. Uh, I am at the moment visiting my sister in detroit where it is a lot colder than it is in houston yeah <laughs> uh went to a uh a football game on saturday night and it was cold i mean the, mm-hmm. it was like i had to wear a hat and a scarf and mm-hmm. a neck gaiter and mm-hmm. a heavy jacket and a long sleeve shirt and long johns and we had hand warmers just in case it's like it's like cold. And yeah, fall fall got skipped this year. We went right to winter here too. <laughs> it, and, and like I, I I don't like cold. <laughs> I mean, though actually I, the the thing that I like most about cold is that like when I go somewhere it's cold, I can leave and come back where it's not so much cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I get to go home tomorrow back where it's in the 70s instead mm-hmm. of high in the 50s low in the upper 30s mm-hmm. which which is in celsius is like in the <laughs> low low single digits i think at night there i think something like that yeah something like that tennessee got like, snow and yeah, i'm like holy like, crap no thank you yeah that's like way too cold for me i don't know how that's, you guys that's way too close for snow at this point during the season it's way too close no, thank yeah, you. you. No, you, thank you, sir. You people who live up north in Yankee land or Canadia land. <laughs> um, you're, Close you're, the door when you leave your house, please. You're welcome to it. I don't know how and why you decide to live somewhere where it gets cold and you have to bundle up and you have to shovel the streets and drive on the ice and all that crap. Well, I, I can't blame Paul for that because Paul gets universal health care. I've even contemplated. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, there's a, there's a know, damn good reason right there. That's, that's a good reason right there, okay? Mind you, so, so does Portugal. So there's there's the other side of that yeah, coin. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't live yeah, there. No. So, I know, but like 78 countries have universal health care, but not yeah. us because... You know, we're special over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't so, get me started. Uh, Do not get me started. Let's move on. So tomorrow I get to <laughs> tomorrow I get to go back home and be nice and warm, lad, without yeah. having to without having to turn on the heat. Yeah, it was like thirty five to thirty eight here for two days, and today it was like seventy again. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I hear Michael uh, talking about his out. his scarf and heavy, uh, oh yeah, uh, jacket and everything. I was out with my kid mm-hmm. yesterday. We were uh, we were wearing In shorts, spring, spring like jackets, Murray. spring jackets, like spring jackets. Well, yeah. In, in Sorry, Sally. <laughs> In my defense, you were not sitting in a football stadium for four hours. Well, that that was by your own choosing, though. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean, that's why I had the heavy stuff. If mm-hmm. not for if I wasn't sitting outside for four hours, I wouldn't have bundled up mm. like that. Yeah, totally. And I, I fully support you bundling up <laughs> for four hours like that. I, I fully support you doing it as well. Who is but that I, man? I am going to make fun of you, without a doubt. 
just about, yeah. So that's it for me. Over to you, Jim. Hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and tonight I was a sashimi lad. Uh, so my mother wanted to go out and eat, so I've actually never eaten, like, sushi as a meal. Oh, it's nice. I've uh, I've picked some fish off my parents' plates before, but I've never really <laughs> ate sushi. Mm-hmm. So I got the sashimi because one- I... Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And I mean, now you're wondering big... what you've missed this whole time. Well, kind of. I mean, it's good. I mean, it didn't blow me away. It didn't, like, knock me down. It it tasted like fish, and I like the taste of fish. Yeah, it's I good. I don't like that it costs 25 to $30 a plate. There's that, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a sometimes food, I suppose. It is a sometimes uh, food, yes. Unless you but, find uh, a good sushi buffet. And I right. mean good, like sanitary good, not... Right. Sushi grade fish is the same all over, but <laughs> Yeah, usually when I wind up in those places I end up getting like uh teriyaki off the hibachi or something, but mm-hmm. this time I decided to try the fish for once. So oh. good good experience. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Wasabi is like what if <laughs> horseradish sauce was like three times the strength? Yeah. Well, wasabi well, is horseradish's bigger brother that beats up yeah. horseradish and leaves in the, in the alley. <laughs> it's uh, outside of Japan. Wasabi is basically horseradish, right? And it's I mean it's it's like literally horseradish. Yeah. Um, I think you can only get like real wasabi in Japan, and I can't say that I've ever had it. Um, oh, I see. Just, so yeah. it's a it's a trick. That's why it is. Yeah, yeah, it's powdered, it's green well, dyed powdered wasabi. But hey, when I go to I, Japan, I, lo- I love I me some. About, I, I will. I will see if I can get some wasabi. of that for you. I used to really, really love horseradish to the point where I would eat it by the spoonful out of a jar. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm yeah, with you. I'm with you. <laughs> oh wow! I haven't done that in a long time though. Oh my god! Yeah, love it. I I, love I don't it. know if I could do that like ever. It, it, Cleans your sinuses right out. Yeah, it does. They, they that, 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 that to me was the on the nanny. They did that gag. That to me was <laughs> the first uh, big appeal of sushi. To me was the wasabi, and you know that the, the, I, I I liken it to a reverse uh, ice cream headache. Um, mm. When you get that yeah. that clearing of the sinuses, where it's like, whoa, there we go. <laughs> where, where your eyes are just streaming. Yeah. So it's uh, and I I've used that you know in in the past when I've had like really bad allergies or something where it's like ah i'll i'll make some uh, some rice and i'll uh, i'll add some wasabi and it's like whoa that cleared it out <laughs> mm-hmm. but i like the hot but things. really uh that's it for me really yeah really uh nothing going on oh well it's it's gonna be a quiet one believe it or not with four of us here because michael's gonna drop out soon if he didn't already um and i nope, think paul's got Okay, and Paul's got some stuff to do. Yeah. So um, I'll, be, I'll be I'll be back and forth. You'll be in and out. In and out. Hi. Yeah. Um. So uh, do we have any Legion news before y'all drop out at all? Because I haven't heard anything or seen. There anything was were there there were some new images from Justice League versus Legion, mm-hmm. but I can't oh, remember okay. if they had come out last week or not. And there was something. Uh, there's a new. Uh, Go ahead. A new Polar Boy piece. A no. Uh, sorry, new Polar Boy page. Yeah, but that's from um that's from the special coming up, right? Oh, that's the right. Christmas special. The Christmas special, yeah. Oh, there's news. There's a, yeah, there's yeah. a Polar Boy story in an upcoming uh, DC Christmas and special. Comic Queen's in it, and she's not in oh, her yeah. usual orange bodysuit. Yeah, she's not I naked. Got, yeah, I gotta say, I don't like the orange bodysuit because she's orange. I, I like a little contrast, so I'm glad they gave her. Wait, is it a bodysuit? I th- always thought she was naked. No, she's wearing a she's wearing an orange bodysuit. It's oh. got her logo supposedly on the front of it. So well, yeah. she's wearing like a sundress, and it makes a really interesting look. See, I thought it looked more like a figure skater's dress, actually, but I guess we'll find out when we see it. And is the they're uh, trying the, to go, you know, icy with everything? Or apparently, it's also uh, Bendis Legion continuity. So wow, because we haven't seen them in the Bendis Legion. So oh. right, and that will be interesting. And there was also, I think it came out this week, a uh, uh, a new cool page with a Hawk Girl or Hawk Woman, whatever she's going by these days. I, and well, I think that's, that's specifically Hawk Girl because Hawk Woman is from Thanagar. There's two of them. They're both around. Oh. They're, oh, two they're both around people. still. 
That's right. We have the JSA back again. I'm so out of what's going on right now in, in the comics. I think so. uh, I, they're kind of back. Yeah. They don't yeah. have a series yet. So I don't really count it as back. Gotcha. Fair enough. But uh, Hawk, I guess, well, I guess Hawk, we'll Hawk. find out during the crossover which Hawk lady it is. Yeah, honestly. Or you, can wait, or you can wait till next week and Travis might know. Yeah, right. Travis will probably know. But it, but it is like <laughs> the obvious team up of Hawk Girl and Dawnstar because yeah. they both got wings. And the Lightning Saga, Dawnstar went to Thanagar. So, yeah. Might be a tie end to that. Who knows? Um, yeah, there was a, a, a Screen Rant article that. Really didn't add anything new, uh, but Bendis, of course, Bendis tweeted it out earlier today. Um, yes, uh, sort of the uh, whether or not it will be a versus or a team up, and it's like, come on, what are you new? It's always new uh, it's always a versus at the beginning. It's always a versus until it's a team up. Exactly, exactly. It's that's the rule. You know, it, it, a it, there's, there's a fight until until a team up. Uh, so there's not out. one, yeah. <laughs> or or someone I, makes makes you fight. I I do give it to um, what was it Meltzer's Lightning Saga? Yeah, yeah. Him, him and Johns, where the fight didn't happen until the end of the story. Yes. Wasn't there a brief I, fight though when um they went looking for? I just read this. I'm trying to remember the details, like. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, no, they well, teamed up in there. You're right. The fight was at the end. The, the fight was at the end, yeah. They were looking for Projectra. And... Well, they were looking for... They were trying to use the lightning bolts from the issue that gave us Proteus Lightning Lad to resurrect a Legionnaire. And it was going to kill one of them. And so right. the, when the Justice League and society figured out what was going on, they were trying to stop them from doing it. And, of course, uh, they did it anyway. Um, because the Legionnaires had uh, something funky in their flight rings that stopped uh, the Justice Leaguers and Society members from getting to them, force fields and things from Brainy. I got to reread that. That was so. But it's long it's long. a really really good story. It's it's a really good Legion story where they just drop out of the the Justice uh, people's custody and then do their own thing. Lot lots of interesting tidbits about why do people from the future come back to the past to change it. Mm-hmm. To to, yeah, to that's, play, play the- you have to Never play mind. God, basically. To play the shitty uh, games that suck ass. That too. So, you know, it was it was a very fun, it wasn't your typical story where, yeah, you're right. The super teams meet, egos get inflamed, they fight, and then they, they have that moment of misunderstanding resolved, and then they team up to be with the bad guy. In this one, there really wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. It was just, what's the Legion doing here? And the Legion did not know until they all gathered together. Some kind of Saturn girl mental block that went away when they all were together. And then their their mission was revealed to them. It was very cool. I, I don't want to say gimmick, but it was a very cool twist to the story. Yeah. I thought. Welcome yeah. to Lightning Sock Cast. Take a drink. Yeah. Lightning. Hey, at least that's on brand. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. True. It is on brand. <laughs> Look at us. I know. Just not RJ Brand. Not RJ no. Brand, no. It's not on him. He's dead in, in the John's continuity, right? Retroboot continuity? He's he's dead. I don't know uh, if that's ever established because I mean if it oh, if no, it if it, it, it took it, wasn't it? If it, it picks up if it Le- picks Legion up Legion of Three Worlds, he got killed, right? Oh did he? I forgot yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. he's okay. he's dead, Jim. In the ah. retro boot. What um bump. Uh well, the one time you can actually say that and actually apply. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. Indeed. Oh, goodness. Um, I guess we should um, update everybody on some Facebook shenanigans that are going on. Um, Chicanery. Facebook, Facebook is um, letting people join groups without having to go through any security measures. And we have for years been using the security measures to weed out people who uh, may be Russian bots trying to sell you Ray-Ban sunglasses or porn. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So uh, we're just asking everyone while this goes on and we kind of determine in the background whether or not the new way of Facebook doing this is going to be advantageous for us to stay public or private as a group. The difference is um, public, anyone can join. Private, you have to search for us, I believe. Right, Michael? Isn't that Uh, the understanding? As I understand it, it's that public, anyone can post, 
Although the first time you post does get moderated, but after the yeah. first time, it's just you can just it's just a free for all. Post. Right? Whereas yeah. private, you can be found by a search, but you can't see any of the content without joining. That's correct. Okay. Gotcha. And, and I was which I, I had to look this up this afternoon on Facebook's help page. Uh, it says public groups. Um, or so is it the so a public group is anybody can find it, read, post, and comment notwithstanding whatever moderator functions we put in. Um, private means only members can see the posts, but the group is visible in a search. Yeah. So if you go searching for Legion of Superheroes, you'll find us, but you won't be able to join the group, or you won't be able to see what's in the group until you join. Off the and, top of my head. Which, I think, which is what originally, that was originally how we set it out to be once we added the um the questions and mm -hmm. then and then the groups changed right <coughs> um but but at the at the time it was meant to be a private group you could see stuff if you joined and because uh, that's all you know that's all we really want is 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 when people join yeah hey say your thing but uh but you know be um be be actually a real person you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only so, issue I kind of see with private is if we still don't have any security questions, it'll be still be hard to determine who's a person and who's not. Well, yeah, that's why so, we're, we're going to so have to ask everyone the, who's on the page to kind of help us let us know if you see some weird activity because someone may post something that's very innocuous, yeah. and then we may get some posts that you all know out there that we would have to say something about, or we would have to talk to the person who posted it, or we would just have to delete them and ban them from the group, which has happened recently. So, you know, if all of our regular posters out there see something that looks a little crazy, feel free to uh, PM one of us, let us know. Or, we will or just flag it and we'll get, we'll get notified. Yeah. We yeah. just have to find out how much work this is going to be for us. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I am other, like scared of is that yeah. it's like, oh, God almighty. Thanks. Yeah, the, other, the other option besides public and private is hidden. And we don't want to do that because no. hidden means that you you can't even find us on a search. search. You have to you have to know somebody who's in the group or get an invite to be able to see what's there. Yeah, and we don't we don't want to do that. No, no, we want people to find us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Totally. So, so, so uh, if any of you, and I don't know if it applies to people who are already in the group. So if we have some people who listen to the group and have never posted before and try and post something, it doesn't go through. It's oh, that's because a good question. It's yeah. because you're a first time poster, which means you're automatically going to get moderated. And we have to see that you're a real person before we let the post go through. Mm. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully that's not going to be too big of an effort for us to have to do. But yep. you know, all hail Facebook and and what they're uh, they know in their infinite wisdom what's best for us. So you you mean Meta? No, no, wait, no, no, you don't. No, mean meta. no, they're keeping Facebook as the name. They've just changed the company's name. Uh, and the Meta thing is up for grabs because apparently totally. Yeah. Uh, apparently, some, nobody checked, got a website. Nobody checked <laughs> to see if, yeah. It's the like um, these people, the brains on them. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like how Google was the name of the company and the product, and then they changed the name of the company to be Alphabet. So Alphabet owns Google, and now it's instead of Facebook being the name of the company and the product. It's Meta is the company and Facebook is the product. But it, mm. it, but it's it's not likely to continue to be so because they hadn't done a trademark check. So they oh, it'll just cost them an extra zero or so, two. So they are they are well is. well the uh, the um apparently the company's like uh, well we'll we'll let you have it for twenty million dollars and they're like yeah we're not yeah. doing that. Um, well then change your name. <laughs> and that's exactly anyway. where they're at. So they've already started, you know, scrubbing uh, um, everything because it, it got to a, a point where where if you wanted to, uh, um, I was listening to something where they were talking about how uh, they had gone to, um, you know, just at the Facebook Twitter account and it, and that had already changed. And so now it looks like they're going to have to change it back. Um, so, yeah. 
Um, hey, folks, uh, all you have to do is, uh, you know, a, a, a simple Google search may tell you if. Um, <laughs> and, and see, that was their problem is is that they actually searched for it on Facebook and uh, and, and not Google and didn't yeah. and didn't get the right information back. Who who would have thought their their legal department? You know, <laughs> <laughs> who who could possibly have foreseen that? Indeed, I know, Indeed. I know. Indeed. All right, so. And on a personal note, my niece is now three years old tonight. Yay. Aw. Yeah. Happy birthday. So it, yep. it, it, it's your niece's birthday on the 7th? Yeah. On the 7th. Yeah. Nice. It's my mom's birthday on, on the 7th, the 7th. as well. Oh, Mazel Tov. Wow. That's neat. Indeedy. Good times for everybody on the 7th of November. All those Scorpios. Mm-mm-mm. They need some splaining. God love them. All right, so we should, uh, you know, get into the issue. Yep. Probably we should, because I think we're out of business, aren't we? So uh, yeah. this is going to be Valor 16. Um, it's by Wade, Duran, and McDowell. And this is DOA. I think that says five on there. I'm going to have to go to uh, Guided yep. View because I have old eyes now. It's part yes. five. Part it five? Is. Thank you. My... Uh, my uh, lovely eyes um, appreciate that. So we got Valor on the front page, and he's just like, woohoo! You know, he's he's caught in the clutches of a very big pink uh, serpent thing out out in space, looking very Thor versus the Midgar serpent there. And we open it up, and we see that we have uh, Valor um, looking like he's fighting a whole bunch of guys who look like Adam Strange with color swap palettes here, basically. And he says, in the dream, I'm strong again. Strong, and he gets uh, he gets beaten up, or he gets a laser to the uh, the chest there. And uh, he's invulnerable, and he swacks them, invincible, and he knocks them all out with one blow. Woohoo! And we see him, like, do the whole shrug them all off. And uh, he's thinking to himself, and nothing can keep me from her. And there's this green glob in the in the distance, and it turns into a serpent, which is green, not pink, like the cover. And uh, Valor gives it a good thwack to the chin, and another thwack, and he says nothing. Um, yeah, we're we're looking at a very sparse page here for any text. Um, he is flying through his uh, dream here, and he says, "Her name is Lori. She gives me my strength." My love for her is as pure as starlight, and in her eyes I see my love reflected. And he looks into her eyes, and he says, my love and something more. And he sees his uh, face inside of her eyes, him getting old and withering, and then you see a skull. It's kind of like how uh, Dragon's Lair would do at its uh, end game <laughs> if you messed up the, the button push in there. That is exactly correct. I would be remiss to not point out that mm-hmm. this sequence reminds me significantly of that very first sequence in Astro City with Samaritan ah. flying in his dream, which I checked the dates. That comes out a year after this. Oh, maybe inspired? Maybe. Stolen. We caught you. <laughs> That's possible. We we see uh, Valor wake up and he yells, Lori. And he's he's in a very posh looking bed, um, to me at least. He's got the purple swag there and the navy navy blue sheets. You know, maybe I should do my new bedroom like this because this looks kind of nice. Um, and he gets up and he's in his tidy whitey, so John Cena should play him in the movie. Do, do, and do. Uh, he says, "Lori," and he's he's feeling very weak apparently. And he says, "In the dream, I'm strong again." In the dream, and then he goes to the mirror, and it's a gasp because he is literally wasting away. And this unfortunately reminds me of a friend that um, has been gone several years uh, now. He was a uh, not a bodybuilder professionally, but he was mm-hmm. a bodybuilder type, and he got stomach cancer. And he went from about uh, 220 pounds of muscle to last time I saw him, he was like 120 pounds. So I, I can definitely relate to this non-helpful transformation that Valor has gone through here because this looks like we are very close to the end of him because he has wasted away from his normal muscular being. He's gaunt in the face. His his skin is very taut. There's no muscle definition. You can see his ribs. I think they did a really good job to show how sick he really is here. And this is DOA Part 5, World Enough and Time. 
and is brought to you a story by Mark Wade, pencils by Colleen Duran, inks by Misha McDowell, letterer Bob Pena, uh, colorist Dave Graf, 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 um, assistant editor Mike McEveney, and editor Casey Carlson. I should have known with Colleen drawing this, it was going to be um, excellent visual art here. Because mm-hmm. Colleen Duran, we've talked about her before on the show, um, met her, she's a lovely lady. I, I think she is one of the most underrated Legion artists in the canon of Legion art. Um, I, I think she does a very good job at what she does. It's interesting. I was going to point this out earlier, but I said the other thing. Um, I really like all of her superhero poses in the dream sequence, mm-hmm. like super classic looking. Yep. Uh, it's interesting to me that the the line art is so clean, so like open, um, because I'm currently wor- working my way through Distant Soil, mm-hmm. and she can detail Oh yeah, like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here it's just a lot more like open and clean black lines and. Uh, well, I mean, two different feels for two different books, right? So, right, right. Um, and of course, always... you know, she also has that other style too, because mm-hmm. you know these uh, her later books. Um, off the top of my head, um, what was it called? Orbit, not orbital. Orbit. Oh, I can't I, remember. I think something like that. I'd have to look up her. Uh her list to be honest but with. It, it's got a very like dirty look to it like yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a very flexible artist i know i when you say her name and you talk about legion art everyone goes element lad because that's what right. she's most known for yeah but she's she still draws the heck out of legionnaires and does it you know with aplomb i think so bravo miss duran bravo um uh and uh Valor uh, is thinking, my God, how long do I have left? A day, an hour. Each heartbeat steals another second and pumps more poison through my veins. I'm going to die, but not without. And he walks out. Lori, where is she? Um, And these monks in pink say, she stays ever by your side, Lord Valor. And they have his clothing there, but you can see his legs. um, Valor has never been to leg day, according to this body shape here. Um. (laughs) And Valor says, not this morning. She doesn't. She's vanished. And all the monks do the same thing. Oh, no, she's missing. Yeah, it's kind of like monkey see, monkey do, that kind of thing. It's very uh, weird. Sound the alarms. Our master needs his queen. And he's like, no, wait. And you can see how baggy Valor's suit is on him. And he walks out. Uh, Lori and everyone's genuflecting to him. He's like, everywhere I turn, servants, servants, and more servants. Well, don't let them get to you, Lori. You know what they say. Life's too short, and I think he's flying there in that panel. It looks very weird. Yeah. There's definitely arms outstretched upwards towards him, which gives him the sense of flying. Yeah, he's definitely flying in the next panel. And he's thinking, I can't believe he'd run off like this. We're not just lovers. We're a team. Between us, we brought peace and order to this entire planet in a matter of days. The people of Baldur worship us. Remember that word later, kids, Baldur. Mm. Uh, we're like gods to them, and sure, maybe it is good to be the king, but their cheers mean nothing if I can't share them with Lori. And uh, he's he finds her finally there near the mountains. There she is, Lori, and she's walking towards this like purple coalescing energy vortex. And she's like, no good. She can't hear me over the roar of that that thing is some sort of energy vortex. Didn't I just say that? Um, and she's walking <laughs> right into it. It's coming right far. Uh, Lori, wait, wait. And he gets caught up in it. And he's like, where'd she go? I've lost her. Can't see anything. Wind's beating me from all directions up ahead. Is that an exit? Can I get through before I'm torn apart? And he pops through and goes, oof. And, he, and he's like, oh, oh. didn't think I could feel worse. Yes, I was wrong. Where am I? No one around. And it kind of looks like a lot of portals there. Kind of like uh, Gemworld in a way. Yeah. But in the distance, yeah, voices. And you hear someone say, your time is up. And uh, we see someone who looks like the Time Trapper addressing three people. Uh, one is in green robes, one is in um, pink and blue, and one is in all yellow. And um, one of the one in green says, but your grace, we labor eternally. And uh, the one in the dark purple says, not yet, you don't. You do, however, try my eternal patience. And the one in purple looks very familiar, looks like a time trapper 
type of thing, but definitely more femme than we've seen Time Trapper before. Right. The name of the game is Seduction, King and Commoner alike. You have been players, toads who leap to set the stage called Baldur, my stage, and you have failed me. Valor has yet to succumb fully to temptation. And the one in yellow says, please, we, we must have more time. Seduction, says uh, Valor in, in the background. I don't, wait, what's he doing? My God, my God. And um, the time trappery character says, I don't give time, King Camilla. I wield it like a weapon. And apparently um, he has opened up a portal and there's a whole bunch of these um, it looks like locusts, like the third plague. Sure, why not? And they, they, the guy in green says, no, your grace. And says, poor Camilla, he has seen the future and it bites. <laughs> um, and the time trapper character says, the very time stream is mine to rend, lackey. It's doors to open. It's beasts to unleash. And this, this large serpent thing has eaten... The one in yellow, ah, ah, I crunch. Got a good crunch on him. He's crispy. Uh, feeling left out, my dear? Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about you. No, he's opening a third rift. Lori's in danger. Get up, damn it. Get up and save her if it's the last thing you do. Lori, I have you. You're... And he turns her around, and you're not. And it's it's a woman who's very, very old. Forget her, Lar. She's not the one you're looking for. I am. And you see, Lori is the Time Trapper character. Take my hand and together we'll rule the universe. Lori? Don't be frightened, lover. You said it before. We're a team. Valdor was just the beginning. Between your might and my magic, no world dares defy us. Side by side. Crack! What? The rift. Something's spilling out. Holy grife, Brainy, where are we? Looks like we've got some Legionnaires spilling out of the rift. Hmm. And it's uh, Brainy, Alchemist, uh, Cosmic Boy, Ultra Boy, uh, Triad, Dragon Mage, and Saturn Girl. And Brainy says, I, I don't know. The last I remember, our time bubble exploded. But where we've emerged is anyone's hypothesis. Legionnaires, stand ready. And Valor says, and who are they? Damn you, more of your flunkies? And can we just call her Glorith now? Can we can yeah, we rip that we're done, right? off? We're done. Let's call her Glorith. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, Lori's done. Lori is Glory. Glorith is Lori. Oh, so, so, wow. Season you five. Mean, Buffy you mean Glory? Glory? And uh, she says, no, they've come for me. Get them. Get them. And uh, we see the Legionnaires fighting in there. Oh, there's uh, Valor. Yeah, I think I got everybody. Um, yeah. And it's Triad saying, Valor, stop. It's us. Triad, we're your friends. You know us. And he says, no, I don't. I don't know anything anymore. Leave me alone, all of you. And he badooms her away with a little, like, oh, fist. counts. Take a drink. Take yep. a drink. Take a drink. We now know the origin of the pink dragon on the cover. It's Dragon Mage's magic. He's gone berserk. I can bind him with a dragon spell, but someone else will have to knock some sense into him. So Dragon Mage casts Hold Person on Monel, and it's very effective. Monel did not uh, pass his saving throw there because he's weakened, apparently. And Saturn Girl says, Brainy, where's Triad? Is she? And Brainy says, she's okay, Saturn Girl, but she's reeling from Valor's sonic boom. She misjudged him. Take a closer look at Valor's costume. Listen to what he's saying. He says, whoever you are, creep, you can't hold me. Of course, that's not the Largand we know. And Brainy says, we've fallen into the time period from before he joined the Legion. From his point of view, this is our first meeting. And if we can't quell his fury, it may be our last. And Saturn Girl says, he looks weak, frail, but he's still a dynamo. And Brainy says, there's only one of us who can match him power for power. Where's Foosh, Ultra Boy? And Ultra Boy is soaring overhead and uh, says, he says, taking care of it, Brainy. And he uh, thwams Valor in the in the neck. And Valor goes, oh, this will get his attention. No, this is I, a good spread. I nice appreciate art. this. Very nice art. Yep. And Ultra Boy says, ouch, shifted from ultra speed to invulnerability at the last second, but even still. And Saturn Girl says, Joe, look out. Because, of course, Valor's not done that easily, and he comes from behind. Woof. 
Um, and Valor tackles him from the back. Who are you people? Why are you hounding me? What am I to you? And he whams Ultra Boy off into the infinite. <laughs> and Brittany says, at this moment, you're the key to our very survival. What? Listen to me closely, Valor. We aren't from this time. We came here to find out why you're going to, why you're sick. Your destiny is important to us. The Legion depends on you. L-E-G-I-O-N, huh? I should have known you were with him, you green-skinned bastard. Tell your boss, Vril Dox, that I'm tired of being jerked around. It's partly his fault I'm in this mess. Vril Dox? Why? And uh, Valor punches the uh, force shield that Brainy has put up. Boom! Close enough. Taking a drink. Yes. Counts. Valor, stop expending energy. You're just making things worse. And Siren Girl says, thank Titan Brainy's force field protected him from that blow. I've been trying to call him Valor telepathically, but his mind is in such turmoil, I can't get through to him. Still, there must be something I can do. And she activates her, her earrings, <laughs> basically. And uh, Siren Girl's thinking, what about the girl? She seems to be cheering Valor on, but who is she? She's guarding her thoughts, but if I probe deeply enough, I can read any secrets she might. Oh my god! Cause, Jan, distract Valor. We've got a whole new priority. Joe, follow me. We have to take her out before. <gasps> and um, we see uh, Gloreth has done something with some pink energy there. Oh, no, you don't. I haven't time to spend on you. Or do I, says Gloreth. Glory? And Alchemist says, I don't know what grip that woman has on you, Valor, but I bet it's not as tight as an iron vault. Cause? Got it. My magnetism can seal him in, but not for long. How are the others? They're in trouble. And we see uh, Gloreth is aging Ultra Boy and Saturn Girl quite a lot. They're already uh, white-haired yeah. and frail, so there's that. She's robbed their youth with a wave of her hand. Fools! What right have you to interfere in a lover's quarrel? You won't hold Valor, not when with the slightest gesture. And uh, we see uh, Triad and Cosmic Boy and Dragon Mage coming in. I can age his iron prison into rust. And Valor says, don't do me any favors, woman. I thought I knew you, but I was wrong. Who are you? And she says, I'm your heart's desire. I'm the chance of a lifetime. I am ambition. I am passion. And I am promise. And she says, I am Gloreth, spinner of the sorcery that stole your life. Only I can cure you, Valor, and I will, on one condition. Swear your allegiance to me so that together we may claim to the galaxy. Next. Out of time. Oh, my. Well. That's where we're leaving it. That's that's kind of rough. Yeah. That's it's... really rough. I, I You know, uh, I, I don't know if Lori was ever intended to always be Glorith, but I have to kind of think, yeah, she was. Oh, definitely. No. no I mean, she she's was, blonde, yeah. and her name's Lori, yeah. which yep. is contained within Glorith. Yep. <laughs> it was not. I mean, it was not. not it's a heck of a. It was a heck of a, 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 a salvage job if that was unintentional. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but we've luck. seen we've seen worse <laughs> salvage jobs. You know, we've seen yeah, worse. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think that was uh, that was the intent right from the beginning. Was uh, yeah, didn't didn't Wade introduce Lori though? Yeah, wasn't that his first yeah, issue? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was intentional. No, oh, from absolutely. the get go. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, I will uh, say this: remember, I was the whole idea is we need too. we need a way to bring this all to an end. Yeah, we have to we have to end the Gloreth saga. And she's right? where this version saga, has begun, saga, so saga. it's it it only makes sense, right? And, uh, you know, that was his job. He was brought in to bring it to an end. Yep. And uh, to wrap you know, up you, the uh, you've loose got, ends. You've yep. got this many issues. Shut it down. Um, yep. It was like uh, when, um, uh, what was it? Mark Guggenheim got brought in uh, to uh, finish off the, uh, the Bart Allen Flash series. He was like, mm. he had specific orders. It's like, we're going to give you six issues and you are going to end it. And uh, and so that was that was his job is find a way. That to was his stuff. gig. Yep. Yep. Find a way to wrap it all up. I mean, it's kind of like when Grant Morrison took over Doom Patrol. They're like, OK, we're going to change Doom Patrol a lot. 
Uh, who are you not going to use, Grant? Okay, put them in the in the the Doom Patrol Suicide Squad special. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Let's, yeah, bye. Let's clean house. Mm-hmm. That's exactly <laughs> what happened, kids. Indeed. We didn't know at the time as readers, but behind the scenes, that's what went down. <laughs> exactly. So, um, looking at um, uh, the notes Michael left us. Um, so this issue came out on December fourteenth, nineteen ninety three. Mm. Um, the timeline for Valor and Glorith is no more than days after the last issue, um, and for the Legionnaires, it's immediately after their appearance in the last issue. Um, as the last as, issue of Valor, that is. That's correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so notes, he says, uh, there's not many notes, but uh, recall that from the Legion's perspective, the Legionnaire's perspective, this follows from their appearance last issue and overall is part of the sequence that takes place in between Legionnaires number 16, pages 10 to 11, uh, which mm-hmm. is coming in five months, by the way. Um <laughs> It's a little out of sequence. Yeah. So, uh, so he, he says uh, we'll we'll see that around the same time. Um, uh, we'll, uh, it'll it's it was five months in comic publishing time, and it will be five months in podcasting time in sometime mm-hmm. next April. That's true. Um, uh, Michael says at first I noticed that Lori just resembled Glorith, and that her name was close enough to be a fake out. But last issue was the clincher when she took Valor to her home planet of Baldor. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you think? Yeah, that certainly could not have been a coincidence. Uh, yeah. Um, the character of Lori was created by uh, Mark Wade back in issue twelve, so this was uh, planned all along, and wasn't him picking up plot threads by the previous team. Yeah, absolutely. Again, yeah. so actually, you know, this ties into what we just discussed. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he was told, shut her down. And this was his way of doing so. Um, we still don't know what happened to SW6 Valor, who went back in time several months ago in Legion time, which was uh, volume four, number 37, which was May of 2995. And these Legionnaires are coming from late August or early September. And uh, SW6 Valor has not been seen since. So, hey, still out there somewhere. Um, so, yeah. So, there we go. That is uh, the story of Valor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, really, it really kind of digs into the past of the Legion, doesn't it? Well, it does. But it also it confirms a bit of confusion is that the SW6 Valor, no one knows where he is. Exactly. Um, this is not the SW6 Valor. This is the 20th century version of Valor, who is the son of one of the Daxamites from the Invasion series. Yes, before he got to be one of yep. those Valors. Exactly. So this the Valor, of Valor when he was a boy. Yep. Indeed. Basically. Indeed. Oh, my yep. gosh. Yes. Yep. So this Valor is the one who seeded the worlds or not the one who seeded the worlds? Well, that he hasn't done it yet. We will, it, wow. we will, learn, we will learn more Valor. about that. Yeah. Yep. We will learn more about that, that. That is the question moving forward. It's like, is this the guy who did it? Or is it the SW6 version of Valor that did that? And see, well, that's the SW6 the thing. version already did it. Mm-hmm. He just hasn't done it yet. You know you know what? I, I would love for the SW6 version of Valor to show up in the three-boot Legion to keep Superboy Prime under control. Nice. Just love for him to walk out of a time bubble because he wasn't in that series. Uh, oh, you mean he wasn't in Legion Three Worlds? No, he wasn't in the Three Boot Legion. Oh right. Oh right. Yeah. Oh no, that's a lie. Uh, it wasn't. Well, Monel's in it briefly. Yeah, but Balor's not. Yeah, but okay. Two You're different right. characters. Sure. Characters. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And you got you know, my Monel in my Valor. You got your Valor in my Monel. Oh my goodness! It's uh, two great tastes that go. Wait. Um, wait. Mm, no. Um, anyway, you know, I mean, yeah. Tastes like lead. Mm. Um, but yeah, the um, you know the SW6 Valor is seems to be lost to the annals of history. Yep. He does. Um, he certainly does. Yeah. It. Uh, you know, looking. I, back, I'm told that hit those that history is a lot of annals. Yes, mm. uh, it's an annal history, all right. 
there's a lot of there's a lot of anal history this weekend <laughs> kids because michael wrote a book so strap yourselves in yeah. hey that's right because it turns <laughs> out not only is sw6 uh valor history uh but we can speak now about what happened this week in legion history Yes, on November 9th, 1961, 60 years ago, yes. Superman Volume 1, Annual Number 4. This issue features a bonus, The Origins and Powers of the Legion of Superheroes, which features 12 Legionnaires. Curiously, it also reprints two other stories set partially in the 30th century, but which don't, don't feature the Legion. Superman 121, May 1958, one month after Adventure 247, in which XL49, an employee of the Library of Superman in the 30th century, is sent back in time with superpowers, which he has acquired from the science of his era in order to learn whether or not Superman and Lois Lane married. Oh, my. Because it's the 50s. That's why. Superman 107, uh, August 56, predating the Legion, in which a cyclotron accident in which kryptonite is involved has put Superman in a coma. Uh, he is placed in a tomb and sleeps until the 30th century. Upon awakening, he learns that vitamins and hormones have given all Earth people powers similar to his own. But the people of Earth are overly dependent on robots to do their work and fall prey to a villain named Drago. Superman rallies the people of the 30th century to defeat Drago as repayment. Two men of that time send Superman back to his normal era with an experimental time machine. He awakens in his glass tomb only minutes after he'd been placed in it. Nice. Well, and let me tell you... After this, uh, 55 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. November 10th, 1966, figure we can alternate them. Um, sure. Uh, Superman, <laughs> Volume 1, 193, an 80-page giant, which reprints, among other things, the original Death of Superman imaginary story. But are, <laughs> Aren't, aren't they, they all? Um, from <laughs> Superman uh, 149, which came out November 1961. Uh, where the Earth-149 Legion come from the future to pay their last respects. 35 years ago, on November 13th, 1986, Legion of Superheroes Volume 3, number 31, Sensor Girl tells Invisible Kid number 2 a tale of her early days with the Legion as she teamed up with Karate Kid and Feralad to bring in Black Mace. And we did that in LOSP um, episode number 373 goodness then 25 years ago november 13th 1996 it's 25 years ago mm-hmm. yeah um, speaking aware. of uh, speaking of bart allen <laughs> um strand uh, impulse number 21 stranded in the present the legion of superheroes leader cosmic boy takes the team in search of impulse mistakenly believing that he helped their member excess return to the future They find an Impulse who is only too eager to join their ranks as a Legion member, but unfortunately knows nothing of time travel. And we'll apparently (laughs) cover this sometime in mid-2024. You think? Yeah, that's what I'm told. Mm. Um, Also that day, uh, Legionnaires 44. Uh, The new Legionnaires become the object of a revenge plot by several of last issue's rejected Legionnaire applicants. Plus... It's Lori's birthday, and she can cry if she wants to. Another Lori? Really? So many Lori's. Very popular. Uh, And that will also be covered mid-2024. So 15 years ago, on November 8, 2006, Superman Batman Volume 3 Absolute Power Trade Paperback, a new soft cover collecting the blockbuster story Absolute Power, Originally presented in Superman, Batman 14 through 18, in this reality-bending tale, Superman and Batman were raised by Lightning Lord, Saturn Queen, and Cosmic King, and rule Earth with an iron fist. Not the dude from Marvel. Uh, Before long, the world's finest duo is sent careening through a series of bizarre alternate Earths facing an assortment of classic DC characters, including Commandi, Sergeant Rock, Haunted Tank, and many more, including a version of the Adult Legion. LOSP, who knows when we will get to this story because it's not in the uh, lineup just quite yet. So let us know if you want us to do that one because I think it's a fun story. It is, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, 11-8-2006, Tales of the Unexpected, Volume 2, Number 2. Infectious Lass appears in a dream sequence in the Doctor 13 story, Architecture and Morality by Azarello and Chiang, along with characters such as I, Vampire, Captain Fear, and Anthro. Again, LOSP, who knows? And I think that's the story where um, they visit comic book Limbo, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And that's where she is at that point. That's right, that's right. Yeah. 11-11-2006, Ellis H. Animated Episode Season 1, Episode 5, Champions. While supporting Lightning Lad as he competes in the challenging Galactic Games, Superman and Phantom Girl uncover a sinister plot by the Fatal Five. Lightning Lad has troubles of his own when he finds his biggest competition from someone close to him, his brother, Mecht. Other contestants in the games include Joe Na, Drake Burrows, and Tenzel Kem. LOSP? Eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ten years ago, November 9th, 2011, Demon Knights issue number three. Remember Demon Knights, folks? I love that. It was a great series. Ten years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just got a really cool Demon Knights uh, Etrian action figure, actually, because McFarlane picks the good ones. That's right. That's right. For sure. That that was a neat look for him. uh, Dark Ages Mordru appears in a fight with Madame Xanadu and Vandal Savage. Uh, also that day, Legion Lost, Volume 2, Issue 3, uh, where Quint- Kid Quantum reflects on the fate of Element Lad, whom she believes had died trying to save the Legionnaires. She is informed that she will be making contact with Shikari's people, the Kwai, for uh, some assistance on getting back home. Uh, the Kwai have discovered a star that is the energy form of wildfire. The Kwai are attacked by the progeny, but see, this sounds like the other Legion lost. Yeah, but there's there's no talk about directions on City Street, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a summary of the original Legion lost number three. It, it, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it, what it what it is is uh, um, I'm sure. Um, uh, wildfire and um, uh, Timberwolf buttheads and um, <laughs> wait Shock. and uh, uh, wildfire pines for Dawnstar um, like normal yeah yeah <laughs> um, so yeah no that that's that's definitely a description of uh, of the original Legion Lost um, the other one um, that that did come out November eleventh uh, two thousand nine. Um, was the Red Rage. And um, so, of course, remember if you guys remember, we had, um, you know, Dawnstar, Tellus, Timberwolf, Tyrock, and Wildfire, and Chameleon Girl. Um, yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and then we had the Culling, which got rid of readership instead of uh, characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just a bad idea, DC. Bad idea. No biscuit for you. <laughs> So anyway, so that was uh, so it's a different book, but anyway, um, he still. Had, <laughs> I mean, you know, the Pete Woods art was good. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with the art. It was yeah. just the. Uh, it was. Uh, I, I think after I mean we're going down tangent cast, so y'all yeah. take a drink. I, I think after Fabian left the book, it lost its original, you know. Rudder, well, it did, and he really. and he had a hell of a time doing it, uh, even up to that. So uh, you know, yeah. it was yeah. not it was not as he had intended it. No, um, not at all. Let's just let's just leave it at that. But um, so I'm his, not sure. Not his fault either. Not and I'm not fault. sure which episode we covered that in, but we did cover that issue. Yeah, um, we covered it a while ago. We yeah. did that whole series. Yeah. Um, as it came out. So I would guess as some painful as it was, I would guess sometime around November of 2011 <laughs> is when we call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Also November 9th, 2011, uh, Star Trek, uh, Legion of Superheroes issue two, Captain Kirk and the crew of the USS Enterprise have returned to earth, but discover that it isn't the earth they remember. And a group of legionnaires stranded in the 23rd century find that history has changed around them. But can either team uncover what's gone wrong in time, and what will happen when they encounter each other? Uh, you, covered... you didn't. You didn't read that correctly, Paul. Didn't I? Can either team? I'm very, I'm very what... disappointed in you. It should be. 
Captain Kirk and the crew of the USS Enterprise have returned to Earth. <laughs> I discovered that it isn't the Earth that You're they right. remember. I did that all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we covered that way back in episode 162. Stardate 1109-2011. Um, also <laughs> that day, it was a busy day, uh, Superman Last Stand of New Krypton Volume 1 trade paperback came out. Uh, after struggling to keep their society alive, New Krypton f- faces the threat of Brainiac, the alien believed to be responsible for the annihilation of the original planet Krypton. But Kryptonian General Zod has been waiting for this moment since Brainiac first attacked old Krypton. He has a plan to save his people. And the Legion helps out, collecting Superman Last Stand of New Krypton issues 1 and 2, Adventure Comics 8 to 9, Superman 698, and Supergirl 51. LOSP, not likely. <laughs> yeah, probably not likely on that one. All right, you take the so, next one. Yeah, five years ago on 11-9-2016, Sugar and Spike Metahuman Investigations trade paperback. When was the last time we mentioned Sugar and Spike uh, on this show? Yeah, it's been a hot Whenever the last time I, I mentioned Cosmic Boy's Amazing Pants. Oh, oh, that's fair. Uh, the last time we saw Sugar and Spike, they were still in diapers. Now they've grown up and they've become private investigators. I'm, I'm sure they te- team up with Angel and the Ape at some point. Um, uh, who specialize in cleaning up embarrassing problems for the DCU's greatest heroes. And these tales from Legends of Tomorrow 1 through 6, Sugar and Spike take on assignments on behalf of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and more. LOSP, who knows, but issue 6 with the Legion is pretty funny. So yeah. there you go. You, you have another one, sir. No, I know. I'm sorry. I was just trying to find the date of. It turns out the Legion ah. Lost is in the uh, in the uh, Netherworld of the Lost episodes. Um, no, we'll, we'll get there at some point, folks. Um, and you too can uh, hear us get frustrated with. Uh, we have to go back, Paul. Exactly. Uh, Nine hundred. <laughs> we have to do it all over again. No. Um, <laughs> Damn time loops. Damn time loops. All right, 955 years from now, Mm. November 10th, 2976, Lightning Lad loses his right arm battling the the Zondi, which (laughs) is the super Moby Dick of space, and becomes (laughs) obsessed with destroying the creature. And that was in Adventure 322, as seen in Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 31. Holy crap, we actually did that one. Yeah, we did. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. I know, right? Super Moby Dick of Space, come on. It's like the most iconic. Is it the most iconic Legion story, the Super Moby Dick of Outer Space? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. You know, maybe. If you're a Lightning Lad fan, maybe. Super Moby Dick, then Great Mm. Darkness Saga. (laughs) <laughs> then Great Darkness Saga, then the Reflecto Saga, saga and then saga. Dr. Mayavale. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's Super Moby Dick of space. Space. Of space. Michael, since you're back, you want to do the last one, or you want me yeah. to take it? Oh, I Don't can take it. Don't you have your notes open or uh, not? Yep, I do. Okay. So 970 years from now, in the year 2991, in the five-year-later timeline... Prince Evolo once again becomes supreme ruler of Tartarus, which joins the United Planets. And that was actually not seen in the comics. That was revealed in the 2995 source book, which we should probably get to one of these days. We really should do like a whole, we should really do like a whole thing on the DC role-playing game. We really should. Absolutely. We need, we need to put that on the calendar, Michael. Well, I I, I was Excel. (laughs) I'll, I'll add the things that we need to do. Yeah. Which is like 40 or 50 things right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. All right. Well, I mean, you know, one of the other things we have to do is wrap this oh. show up. Um, <laughs> so, folks, uh, there you go. That is stuff that happened this week in Legion history. Um, so guys, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this one up because, you know, Val, that's what Valor does. Um, yep. 
He finishes uh, in like 17 issues or so, give or take. <laughs> give so, or take. Yeah. Comments as always. Welcome to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode, except for the one where we did uh, Legion Lost number three. We'll get to it eventually. Um, <laughs> and with that... We make our way back into the time bubble. And, you know, we got this nice girl who's helping us uh, navigate back where we're going. And she looks kind of familiar. And wait, her name's Lori. I mean, that couldn't be good. Laura. Uh, could it? No, no, couldn't be. Couldn't be. Nah. It'll all be fine. And we will see you all mm. next week. Her name's not Gloria. That's Gloria. Gloria. Do, 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 do,